Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard, whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else, alone, in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code, it's not about the salary, it's all about reality, and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up, that means when he puts it down, time's picking it up, let's go. Hey, hey, welcome in. It's a Monday in the zone. Thanks for being with us. Westmore, Justin Acre, and the Wizard, Christian Weaver. Talking a little Major League Baseball draft. Impactful for the Hogs. Boy, pretty good day for LSU, too. Making history. Kudos to them. we got trouble in paradise. One college football, one college basketball. we got some NBA Summer League talk, and Greg Popovich is uh, getting paid in a big way. Wimbledon's underway, and a whole bunch of rando stuff. So there you go. That's the plan today. We've got a couple of guests coming up here today. Kevin Bohan will join us in the second hour. We'll talk to him about the draft and give us the insight. We've got some other Razorbacks expected to hear their names called today, and we'll see what shakes out with that and have a recap of that tomorrow. And then we're talking a little wrestling in the final hour. Christy Mann coming up, getting ready for Nationals with her bunch. And so we'll find out how things are coming together for them. So there you go. Hope everybody had a great weekend. And uh, we are happy to be here today. What's up, gentlemen? It's How all good. It's all good. Will you turn me down a little bit? Turn you off if you want. Nah, just turn me down. There you go. Thank you. That was a little loud. Basil, man. Woo, we need to... My wife's been on me, man. I'm going to tell you real quick. My wife thinks I need a hearing aid. She says I can't hear. And I'm like, I can hear. You know, sometimes I hear too well. I hear too many things. And maybe it's, you know, I'm, I, you know, I get distracted. I don't know. But I can hear. And I said, for example... When we go into the studio, I have to turn my headphones down. Nobody else has turned their headphones down because my hearing's that well. It's not I'm deaf. So I, I don't think I, my hearing's a problem. Or Basil's hearing is that bad. Yeah, Basil's deaf. Yeah. No, he's he's got horrific hearing. He's It's been long. We've been ridiculing him for a long time about having his earphones on, on high. So. Well, he makes me feel really well. He does? He makes yes. you feel good about yes. yourself? He does. Yeah. My hearing, at least. Yeah. Uh, Christian, question of the day today. What are we doing? So, little random, we're doing an original trilogy, Star Wars versus Indiana Jones. Which do you like more? Of course, that is New Hope, Empire, and um, Return. Okay. Versus Raiders, Temple of Doom, and Crusader. Hmm. It's tough. Love both. I do, too. Harrison Ford's your common denominator there, huh? Yeah, I think we can all agree Harrison Ford's great. Yes. If he never made any other movies besides those six, he would have been a legend in Hollywood. 
lucky for him, he's made a whole bunch of other movies and uh, a whole lot more money. All right, that's a good question. Do you have a, you have a leaning, Christian, one way or the other? I think uh, probably in the minority in the Indiana Jones camp. I think I'm in the Indiana Jones camp, too, and I'm a huge Star Wars guy. Yeah. By the way, Indiana Jones surpassed at the box office this weekend, and City is taking over the top spot. Yeah. Not shocked. Uh, I did a little homework this weekend, boys, for the good of the show. I mean, I'm a team player, and it rained a lot. So I started into the um, the Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible run. Yeah. yeah. So I've made it through three and a half movies. And, uh, yeah, last night I was just like, I hit the wall. I was like, I can't finish this movie. So, But the first one is very, very good. Second one is really, really not good. The third one is excellent. And the fourth one's pretty good, pretty promising halfway through. So I'll uh, I'll give my full report by Friday, and then we'll talk about going to see the new one. So so you got uh, one and a half to go. Is that right? There's five right no, now? No, six. There's six. Yeah, two and a half to go. So. But the new one is is six? It's or the seven. new one's seven? seven. Yeah. And it's a part one, so there's okay. going to be eight. It comes out Wednesday. I will not see it Wednesday or Thursday or likely Friday, but I'll see it at some point this coming weekend, hopefully. So you're going to go see that, but you're not going to see Indiana Jones 5. You're going to wait for that one? No, no, no. I want to see Indiana Jones. I just haven't made it a point to do it yet. I was, um, my boys were traveling last week, and so I didn't get a chance. Parker was off seeing somebody, and Maddox was out of town. So I didn't get a chance to uh, to get them, but I want to take them for sure. No, I want to see it for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's on my list. Yeah, I'm going to see it at some point. Yeah. I'll grab a matinee at some point. So, All right, so Major League Baseball draft. Anything shocking? Oh, shocking. Or were we expecting all of the things that happened? Uh, by the way, congrats to Jackson Wiggins, who's the only actual Razorback who made it to campus and played that got drafted. And, of course, <laughs> Tommy John and all that. And it all worked out okay for him as he got drafted by the Chicago Cubs. And his uh, slot value is over a million dollars. So if he can get that, then good for him. And uh, it will be – I mean, I hate that he's leaving, but we all sort of assumed he would be. And with the 100-degree heat he can throw, it certainly uh, – Makes a lot of sense, and hope it works out well for him. And I'd love to see another Razorback drafted into the Cubs organization. Connor Nolan, of course, got drafted by the Cubs last year, and I'm so happy about the the fact that he's uh, he's and there. Casey Opitz, yeah, Opitz is in there. Yep, yep, you bet. I think it just uh, kind of reinforces what a great job Dave Van Horn and his staff did last year. When you're looking at that first and second round, you're seeing these players from LSU and Vanderbilt and Florida and. Uh, just the, you know the who's who that we saw in the College World Series last uh, for the last month, and it was just player after player after player. Arkansas had one guy taken yesterday. Mm-hmm. He didn't play for him. He was supposed to be their Friday night starter. Not one player off that team that won 20 games in the SEC and tied Florida as co-champions in the SEC. And, you know, Florida had a top-five pick. He actually went to the to the Rangers. That may have been one of the bigger surprise, surprises. He was supposed to go three, but the team before the Rangers took a high school kid, and the speculation was they're trying to save a little slot money so that they can draft some other guys in the second, third, and fourth round to entice them. But the Rangers got uh, arguably the, you know, the third-best player in the draft at four, so they were excited about that. But... Yeah, Arkansas didn't have a single player that made a contribution to that team drafted uh, last night in the first two rounds. It, it, yeah. Pretty incredible. No, it is. And it's a, you know, what a night for LSU as they continue their success. You come off a national championship and then you get number one and number two. It's never been done before from the same team. So pretty cool for them to get uh, Skeens going one and Dylan Cruz going two. And I, I don't, again, I don't think that was shocking, but it is certainly historical. No, it is. No, never. Yeah, never. You see that combination, the best pitcher and the best uh, maybe hitter in the draft, and, and, and then 
Dylan Cruz also brings a speed element. He plays good defense in center field. He's got a good arm. I mean, he's a five-tool guy. And there was an argument. And honestly, if they would, if the Pittsburgh Pirates would have taken, you know, Dylan Cruz, even though I'm a pitcher guy, I'm like, you can't turn down a Skeens. There are not enough of those guys. But the argument is, he's going one every five days, right? And mm-hmm. Dylan Cruz is there every single day. Right. And so I get it. You know, Phil Elson and I, well, you, you weren't here. Uh, we had a good conversation at the uh, Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame golf tournament about he's a, you know, a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. Well, what do you do? And so he, he was debating that in his mind. And he finally, I think he decided, look, you can't turn down a Paul Skeen. So you, you got to go and get that guy. Yeah. And then uh, Cruz ends up, ends up with the Nationals. And so... Uh, good for them, and we'll see what happens. So how many guys we expect to be taken today for Arkansas? Jace Borfin is uh, supposed to be one of the first guys taken off the board. I saw D1 Baseball put out a list of their uh, best college uh, players available, and Jace was was on that list. Uh, probably the first one to go for Arkansas will be Hunter Hagen. Uh, he was... No. Hunter Holland. Yep. Hunter Holland uh, is it was listed as the best college left-handed pitcher, and they expect him to go off the board here pretty quick. And then Jace are the two Razorbacks expected to go uh, here pretty soon. So Arkansas lost four signees. They were all taking the top 52: Aiden Miller, Kendall George, Nazan Zanatello, and Walker Martin. Miller and Martin, we were pretty sure were going to go, and I think the coaching staff were prepared for that. That would have been like a dream you know if those one of those guys made it to campus and uh, both were drafted and this you know with these the way it works now uh, you only have 20 draft picks teams only have 20 draft picks if they draft somebody they're very confident that they're going to be able to sign them so i feel like those all four of those guys will be going you know and not not turn down the money i saw a story here this is uh, from bob holt in the democrat gazette and he got a quote from martin He's, he batted, by the way, 633. Yes, you heard that right. 633 with 20 home runs and 75 RBI in 29 games last year. 29 games, 20 homers. Uh, it's ridiculous. He said, um, I thought I was going to go first round, but it didn't work out that way. The Giants came back with some good money. The Giants have offered him a $3 million signing bonus, according to the Denver Post, which is well above the slot value, which is a little over $1.6 million. Pretty impressive. I'd say he's probably gone. Yeah. I'm going to guess that's probably true. He won the home run derby at the high school All-American game last summer at Dodger Stadium was the game's MVP. So he is off to a pretty good start in his career. Um, Miller didn't play the spring of his senior year because of a broken handmade bone. We've talked a lot about that. Slotted bonus for him, $2.96 million. And he is, again, as Wes pointed out, likely gone. George, slot value, $2.362 million. And Zanatella, 1.659. So uh, those guys are all getting paid. Good for them. And that's the nature of the beast. And Dave Van Horn certainly, I'm sure, anticipated that and planned for that as he was uh, thinking about his roster going forward. Well, four position players were drafted, high school signees. And you look back, you remember we were talking about the, the uh, transfer portal. Arkansas went out and got a catcher, a shortstop, a center fielder, and a first baseman or a corner outfielder. That, that's why. I think they knew already uh, kind of the feeling. Uh, the coaches are talking with these kids, their parents, their advisors, but they're also talking with major league teams and their scouts, so they have a pretty good feeling of who's going to be gone and who's going, got a chance to make it to campus. So I, I don't think it was a coincidence that they went out and got a shortstop and a center fielder. Uh, they were preparing for the worst, and so now they're not ca- caught with their pants down. They're, they're, they've got some players. They've they still have options. 
Summer League over the weekend. We were all waiting for Victor Wimbanyama. By the way, the video is out on the Britney Spears thing, and if you haven't seen it yet, I've never seen a bigger nothing burger than that. And I, I guess I have, but it was absolutely exactly the way that his team described it, other than the grabbing part. But the guy basically just put his arm up to kind of, you know, redirect her arm. And if her glasses fell off, they did. But she absolutely did not fall to the ground. It was not violent anyway. And she picked up her stuff and moved on her way. It was very much, there was not much to it, Christian. Much to do about nothing, I'd say. Yeah. Um, we were led to believe that she was, like, picked up and powerbombed through a table and all kinds of stuff. But that did not happen. It was ridiculous. The word was slapped, right? Slapped across the face, knocked her glasses off. And it didn't off. even look like that happened. No, I don't think so either. I mean, maybe her arm flew back into her own face. I don't know. Yeah, but the police said that her own hand hit her own face, and maybe that happened. Yeah, I could see that. Did not look very forceful to me. I didn't think it was particularly violent at all, actually. So, anyway, it's unfortunate it happened, but nevertheless. Um, and, and now Victor Wembanyama is getting um, all kinds of hate from Britney stands on Twitter. Britney what? Stans, uh, fans. When you stand somebody, kind of like the Eminem song. Okay. They're oh, like Britney stands. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't following that. Um, I was thinking like, but basically Swifties, but these are like yeah. Spearsies. If there is such yes. a thing. Okay. These are Spearsies. So <laughs> when he played, uh, I would say pretty bad Friday night. I heard he had a bad first outing, yeah, but what, second game, 27 or something? Yeah, 27 and 12. He had like six blocks Friday night, but he played bad offensively. So the Spearsies were coming out of the woodwork and <laughs> trolling him pretty much. I mean, who cares? Those are those are two camps that are not going to come together very often, right? No. NBA and Spears fans. But now he's got like a a bunch of haters. Ah, whatever. Uh, the rest I, of his I just I saw one. Piece Let me turn of video. it back to Taylor Swift. Then haters going to hate. We yeah, don't worry about it. And he was walking just throughout, uh, you know, a casino hotel mm-hmm. lobby or somewhere, and you could hear people yelling at him, "Are you going to apologize to Britney? <laughs> Do you have something to say to Britney?" And I'm like, "Come on, people, really? Why are you harassing him? What What is the well, he's point?" He's got Britney Spears fans watching basketball. There's a lesson uh, to be learned, though. I will say this from a PR standpoint, even though he didn't do anything wrong, and really his security guy did nothing wrong. Also, right. sometimes an apology doesn't hurt. I'm sorry it happened. It's unfortunate. He didn't say any of those things. He basically def- put, went into full defense mode, which I get it. They didn't do anything wrong. You don't have to, but it just it never hurts. You can never really say I'm sorry too much, even if you didn't do anything mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, he's got to get a PR team that tells him, what, you know, he does that interview the day after, uh, that you just go ahead and apologize, even though we didn't do anything wrong. Just say, right. hey, I'm sorry it happened. Right. He, he, gave us, he told us what happened from his point of view, and he didn't know a whole lot because he had already been instructed, just keep walking. We don't want to stop clogging anything up. And that's what he did. He, he didn't know what had happened at all. Mm-hmm. And he, he said he didn't know what had happened, and he just kept walking. But that's all he had to do was just say, hey, I'm sorry it happened. You know, tell Brittany, you know, through us that, we, you know, I'm sorry. Yep. Anyway, over now. Stock basketball from Victor's perspective. Here he is on his first game, and uh, obviously much better second outing for him. Overall, I'm I'm glad we won this game. Uh, no, there's no better way to start uh, to start uh, for a premiere. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm uh, honestly I, di- I didn't really know what I was doing on the court tonight, but it's, uh, it's uh, you know I'm trying to learn for the next games, and the, the important is to be ready for for the season. I wish we would have won the game. Yeah, I think I could have done more to, to, to have my team win this game. It's, we gotta keep learning, and uh, we've been uh, we we haven't been playing our best for like three quarters, but in the fourth we were really dominating, and uh, it it shows the real personality of the team. And uh, I think that 
personally, I'm just, you know, uh, it's normal to get to get better every game. Two days ago was my first game. I had like a so much shit going on with the draft, with the media and stuff. So I got a. So it's just, you know, it makes sense. What? Heard an S word in there. Did I didn't know he cussed in there. Yeah, he did. Oh well. Oh well. Ish. I can barely make it out, so it's okay. Uh, I don't know if the FCC agrees, but anyway. Um, by the way, can we please, it's 2023, can we please have microphones at all these things? What are we doing? Right. If, we're, if we're recording audio from podiums, why aren't we uh, Why aren't we micing these things up? I don't know what we're doing. Anyway. So, I guess headlines from Summer League. Wimby looked good second game. Skip okay. Henderson looked amazing first game. Amin Thompson looked good. How about the Arkansas guys? Um, Anthony Black had 17-5-5 five and five in his debut on... Saturday, he looked Very good. Nice. Yeah. He'll play again today. That game is at 7.30, I believe. I'll check that out. Um, Jordan Walsh actually looked very good on Saturday. Well, he said his handcuffs taken off, and he is really <laughs> lighting it up. Shot the ball well from outside, Christian. Yeah, he did. He was 4 of 6 from 3. He had 18 points on 6 of 11, but he did follow that up on Sunday with a stinker. He had... Pulling it up. He had 12 points on 4 for 14 shooting. Mm-hmm. So, kind of went back to the... Regress to the mean there. I guess uh, maybe Boston put the handcuffs on put him the after the first game. Yeah, it's yep. unfortunate. It's a lot of shots, though, for Walsh. It is. Yes. I don't there's not really... Him. He's probably feeling himself after the first game. There's really not many other names on that Celtics team. Did Nick play over the weekend? He did. And? More of the same. Which is? Not good. What? <laughs> I didn't think you... Hey, keep it down back there. I didn't think he was... I thought he had a pretty decent performance the other day. He was like 12 and whatever. All right, so he had 11 points yesterday. He was 3 for 10 shooting. And on Friday... Let me pull up his Friday stats real quick. His shooting percentage has to be pretty... It's got to be 30, like 30%. Mm-hmm. Um, his shooting percentage is 2 for 10 on Friday. Mm. That's like 5 for 20. That's like 25% That's over 25%, two games. Yeah. I'm not a genius. I'm not great at math, but I got that. So... That Hornets team and Brandon Miller struggled as well. That Hornets team is just not good. <laughs> That's the one common thing I keep seeing, and it's not from Arkansas people. It's just uh, people watching the these games, and they said that the, the, the offense is horrendous. Yeah. What they're, they're not even sure what they're. It's just basically a lot of one on one. There are no plays being run, and it's just it's woeful. It's and just uh, you get the ball and try to do something. I don't think Brandon Miller is a one on one player, and I also don't think Nick Smith Jr. is a one on one player. So that that tends to happen to guys like that. Why is there just not a, a, a conscious effort from the Hornets staff to try to to run something, do something, or I just no go idea. out there and play? I have no idea. You've seen teams like the Rockets who actually look good in summer league, and they run sets and stuff like that. Yeah. And so does OKC, but then you got the Hornets who are just terrible. Hey, Popovich is going to be what seventy nine when yeah, he's, he's done with this contract. He yeah. just signed a five year deal, and it's ridiculous. It's Why not ridiculous, but it's very lucrative. Yes. Um, wh- who's the oldest guy ever to coach in the NBA? I got in a discussion with somebody about this. Red? That's what I guessed. But it, I, I never it looked it up. could be Hebe. Hebe Brown? Could be. He wasn't 80, though, was he? No, I don't think so. Is Popovich going to be right there? How late did Red coach? Let me see. Full list of the youngest and oldest coaches in the NBA. This is uh, from the uh, Sporting News. 
I should have asked this before the show. Yeah. I've been thinking about this, though. Over the weekend, I was like, so, it seems awful. And I'm also like, how much money do you need? And I, I respect the fact that he's still got a competitive fire that burns. I, I dig that. But I'm thinking, man, if I get to that age, I'd like to think I would hang it up and go spend my money and relax. Plus, he's yeah. obviously very interested in what goes on in the world. Yeah, he has a lot of... He's an interesting guy. Maybe, and obviously, this is as big a platform as you're going to have. I mean, unless you're going to try to run for office or something. But, yeah, he is an interesting cat. But I just... I would think at some point you don't want to deal with the grind of traveling all over the country and doing all the things you got to do as a head coach. So, Craig Bopovich is already the oldest NBA coach ever. Huh. Oldest ever. Yeah. This 71 thing. years and 10 months was the oldest. Yeah, Hubie. And Hubie Brown was 71 years and one month. How old was Red when he quit coaching? Larry Brown was 69 60s. and Don Nelson was 69 when they quit coaching. Nobody's going to tell me about Red Albrecht. No, I'm fine. You still want to tell me. I, I, you He's know, not top 10. Why are you guys holding on to me? Okay. Red was, I mean, he hung him up in the sixties. Red did. Wasn't he in? Wasn't he in his sixties then? <laughs> he may have been. But uh, you know, Bill Russell became player coach. Right. And then you had was it Casey Jones? Yeah. Was the head coach. Casey Jones during the, the lot of the heyday, and then Jimmy, uh, what's his face for a couple of years? Joe would know. Where's Joe? I mean, he was GM at that time, but he he had stopped coaching in the sixties, I believe. Yeah. But I'll find out how old he was. Okay. Well, anyway, kudos to Pop. And the deal was, I I wrote it down or I had it in my, my notes here, but it was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it was like eighty, I think. Wasn't it eighty million for eighty years? Eighty million for five years? Yeah, I meant it was eighty million they said for 80 him million to for coach 80. when he's eighty years old. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, more than eighty million over the course of the deal, which is a five-year contract. One thirty—that's sixteen a year plus. So Red retired in '66. Yeah, he was... Born in 17, so that's 49? Yeah, he was 49 when he okay, retired. Okay, nowhere close. And he, he was the first guy, I guess because he was involved in basketball so yeah. late into his yeah. life. But yeah, uh, not as a coach, so interesting. He retired as the uh, general manager in 84. So that was 67? He was 67 when he retired as a GM. Okay. Just a he young kid. Cool, yeah, he did. Uh, must have been all the cigars. Anyway, uh, Guadney Chevrolet, they're not showing their age. They've been doing it since 1957. You want deals? You get out there to Guadney Chevrolet. And I was actually out there for just a minute the other day, and they were running around like crazy. Deals happening all the time. And if you want to get in on the action, the best thing to do is to head over there to Jacksonville. Now, you can go online and see all their vehicles, both new and pre-owned. That's at GuadneyChevrolet.com. And they are not only giving you rebates on vehicles, they're helping you with great financing options on all sorts of different vehicles through GM Financial. And, of course, they're also going multiple months without any payments. So, again, you buy the car now, you drive it off the lot, you go enjoy it, you pick up your kids, you take your stuff where you need to get it, you go from A to B, and then you don't have to make a payment for a while. It's a heck of a deal, but that's what they do at Guadagni Chevrolet. Great service during and after the sale. You're going to love working with these folks. You're going to come back time and time again for your next vehicle and your next vehicle and your next vehicle. So regardless if you want big or small, truck, SUV, or car, Guadagni's your spot. Go out and see them. It's in Jacksonville. It's the Gregory Street exit. It's Guadagni Chevrolet. Todos los sándwiches tienen pan. Las hamburguesas también. Pero estos panes, calientes, dorados, suaves y hechos al vapor, estos son especiales. Reservados para lo mejor de lo mejor. El filet fish y tú. En ese orden. Y llévate dos deliciosos filet fish con un patty crujiente de pescado, queso y salsa tártara de McDonald's por $6. Solo por tiempo limitado. Precio y participación pueden variar. No puede ser combinada con ninguna otra oferta. Producto individual a precio regular. Para pa pa pa. 
Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. It is one of the most exciting events on the baseball calendar, and it goes down tonight in Seattle at T-Mobile Park, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central on ESPN. The eight-man home run derby. Luis Robert is the one seed against number eight seed Adley Rushman. Pete Alonso, the defending champion, is the number two seed against the hometown Julio Rodriguez, the number seven. Mookie Betts is your number three seed against Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the number six. And then Adolis Garcia is the four seed against Randy Arozarena, the five seed. And now we're at the All-Star break. It's time to take stock of where we are in the season. The Atlanta Braves eclipsed the 60 win mark. They are the only team to do so at 60 and 29 overall. They have the best record in the league. In the American League, it is the Tampa Bay Rays who have 58 wins and 35 losses, but they're just two games up in their own division. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. Schedule your health assessment at Low T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, don't panic. Low T Center, they make it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquery7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. Monday morning. Time to pay for your two days of debauchery, you hungover drones. DJ, I am, sir.
Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. No, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Here's the thing. I made that tape special for today. My special Monday morning tape for you. Special Big O Tires is a good deal for you right now. $100 off. Select set of tires. Great selection of tires at Big O Tires. All the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O Tire. Take advantage of this deal. Heading out for a little summer vacation. you got to have a good set of tires on your car. You don't have a blowout or hydroplane on a thunderstorm rolls up on you. you got to have a good set of tires. And remember, Big O Tires also works on your vehicle. If there's something wrong, swing on by Big O Tires and Cabot and Conway. And they can help you out and get you back out on the road running as smooth as ever. Big O Tires and Cabot's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. In Conway, they're on Park Rider. It's Big O Tires, the team we trust. The SEC has released its full list of attendees at the SEC Media Days. That starts one week from today. Arkansas will send K.J. Jefferson, Rocket Sanders. So far, no-brainers, right? I think so. Who would be the third? Who's an experienced defensive player? That would be the question. Got Hudson Clark, Zach Williams. Um, You could take Poo, since there's so much responsibility for him this year. Isaiah Nichols. Nudie. McLaughlin, I thought would maybe cornerback yeah. and had a chance to go in the draft, but came back. He would be the first one that came to mind for me. But okay, Landon Jackson is the third. Hmm. Yeah, the transfer from LSU, remember, and uh, came on at the end of last year and was playing okay. better. They say he's having a great off season, so maybe that's a reward for having a great off season. They sure. expect uh, big things from him. But yeah, Landon Jackson's the third Razorback that will go. Fourteen SEC teams. How many quarterbacks do you think are going to SEC Media Days? Boy, I'd have to go back and look. Ten. Oh, I think that's high. Just a guess. Sorry. I don't know. I could be way <laughs> up, too. You might be, you might be low. I don't Probably know. Is high. I would guess about uh, half. I'll say seven. Seven. Five. I thought that was extremely low, and that kind of shows you where the SEC is this year in the number of returning quarterbacks. That's the reason I'm, sure. that was my response, because yeah. it's not a great quarterback year necessarily. You already know KJ. LSU's going to take theirs, I Jane Daniels, you're yeah. right. Um, South Carolina? Yep. Spencer Rattler. Yep. That's three. Two more out there. One of them's pretty easy. Tennessee? To, yep. Joe Milton, I, that was yeah. the tougher one, I thought, oh, yeah. because he had a great bowl game, but he's the guy for Tennessee. Okay. One more um, high-profile quarterback because of the offense. Mississippi State, Will Rogers. Oh, Will Rogers. I'm yeah. he's still yeah. there. Yeah, there's such yeah. an irrelevant program in yeah. my mind right now because of the coaching change. I just don't think they're going to have any kind of success mm-hmm. this year. A heck of a storyline, though. We're coming back and what they're going through, and then uh, tr- new offense that they're learning, new offense coordinator, and it's just going to be different. I haven't looked at their full schedule. Have you? I think Mississippi State's going to have a tough year. Yeah, let me I put would, it that way. Yeah, I would I would think the same thing. I think they would finish, <laughs> they would be my pick to finish last in the West. Southeastern Louisiana, Arizona, LSU, at South Carolina, Alabama, Western Michigan, they got a really soft non-con. 
I don't know how good Arizona is. At Arkansas, at Auburn, Kentucky, at A&M, Southern Miss, and Ole Miss. I mean, their non-conference is not anything to... No. They could get four non-conference wins and still not go to a bowl game. It's possible, I mm-hmm. suppose. I could see one in seven. Sure. Okay. They have big games against... If they want to go to the bowl, that Ole Miss, the Auburn game, the Arkansas game, those are games they need to win. Ole Miss is home. Kentucky's home. Alabama's home. LSU is home. Kentucky's not going to be that good. Right? Probably not. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. At Arkansas, at Auburn, at A&M. At South Carolina. How good South Carolina going to be? There's an X-Factor team. Rattler. They came on. They, they, they feel good. They, they, they got a good tight end. They do. They feel, yeah. they feel good about things right now yeah, in imagine. South Carolina, especially with the returning quarterback, just kind of like Arkansas. I mean, the teams with those quarterbacks, they, they're feeling, uh, besides Mississippi State, they, they got, they're going through so much. It's just hard to you know, pinpoint what they're going through. But, uh, you know, I think uh, K.J. in Arkansas, Jaden Daniels, uh, Spencer Rattler, yeah, and, and, and even Joe Milton. I like what I saw out of Milton. I think Tennessee's going to be good. If you want to join us today, 661-1037. It's also our text line, unsponsored. 661-1037. You can hit us up on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback as well, if in fact you're interested. Uh, William says on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, another awesome live event in London. The team aspect is awesome, and it showed on the last hole yesterday One sh- what one shot can make. Ryder Cup vibes with the teams. <laughs> Come on, dude. Uh, huddled around the right. green. No, I think he's serious. There are people who get on here and just absolutely cannot get enough of the live. They love it. And Patrick Reed looked dialed in. You, you really, um, you really lost me there. I just do not care. You're not going to make me. I don't want to. I mean, I don't really care actually. I wish I could get compelled by live. I just can't. Um, I don't understand what this is about, guys. Help me out. This is about the draft allegedly from John. What's up? Hope you had a good weekend. Lot of rain. True. Y'all got any of those tickets left, and can I come up there and get some? Will this bar thing be done by football season? Seems like it would be a hassle during the season. I don't have any idea what he's talking about. Uh, The new bar at the uh, north side of the Racerback Stadium? Yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they're working on that right now, and that's the goal. They want that ready to roll for that first game. Yeah, I imagine they will be. Uh, y'all getting those tickets left? What, tickets? what about tickets? That's okay, oh. thank Were we you. giving away tickets? Glad we're confused. I don't remember. All right, good. By the way, countdown to kickoff is happening. Former Razorbacks, current Razorbacks, and a whole lot more. Just like last year. If you missed, if you were there last year, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, we are working on finalizing a few things, but it will be a blast again. Previewing the upcoming season, Corky's Barbecue, the whole schmear over at the Hulk. In Little Rock, it is August 1st, 8-1-23. Mark your calendars. Tickets go on sale today. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Uh, tickets are $30 for general admission, 75 again for VIP. And we are uh, looking forward to having folks. So the VIP gets you upstairs early, meet and greet, you know, with the players, mm-hmm. former and current. And then, um, but everybody's going to have a good time. Everybody's going to get fed corky. So Do we have free fee Fridays at the hall? Fee-free Fridays, sure do. Fee-free fee? Fee-free Fridays. You have to go over and buy in person, but absolutely. So if you want to save yourself some some fees, that's the way to do it. You go over there and buy in person, and there's no fees. And if you pay in cash, there's no fees whatsoever. Small credit card fee, I think, if you pay with a card. Oh, August 1st is uh, what day? Tuesday. Of the week. Okay, Tuesday night. We had to work around. We were going to go the 27th of July originally, but we had to work around... Some of the players' schedules, and they had some conflicts with uh, responsibilities in Fayetteville, and so we moved to 
August 1st, and we haven't done an event, I don't think, on a Tuesday night in a long time, if ever. So I think it'll be uh, it'll be good, though. That's not a crazy night. There's not too much going on. What I night think. was the first one on? Thursday. Okay. Yep. So it'll be good, though. I'm uh, I'm happy with it. I'm excited about it. But it's not like it's a late night uh, event. No, we're not going to be going crazy. No. No. It will be 6, I think, 5.45 to 9, I guess, mm-hmm. is when we do the whole thing. So 5.45, you start the meet and greet, and then we start the program around 7. We'll be done by 9-ish. Yeah. I mean, I, I had to leave last year about 8, 8.15, and it was almost over. Yeah. So it was, But it was a blast last year. I had a great time. Hope the hope the fans did too. And there were a lot of pictures that you know people took a ton of pictures with the players, current and former, and and I'm sure we'll see a lot more of that this year. So, uh, anything else we want to hit on here, and then I'm going to take a break. We'll come back. I got a bad boy segment. People are uh, running afoul of the norms here in society, and we have to call them out on that. That's our job. Over on the unsponsored text line, and I could throw your name in there really quickly and easily, and give you a lot of uh, promotion. You know how much how often we go to the unnamed text line. Yeah. Uh, Billy I says, think in my name. I was like, yes, the Justin Acre text line. Sounds amazing. I love yeah. it. I don't want to pay for it, though. You don't? No, it's not okay. going to help me any. Well, I could insert your Twitter handle yeah. and people could follow you. Yeah. Or, or your new... Have you signed up yet for... Threads? Threads? I haven't decided if I'm going to or not. Uh, Christian, did you get on it? No, I think I'm going to pass on it. Do you have the IG? No. Okay. Well, if you don't have IG, I don't even know why you'd bother. I it's, actually used to have one, but it got hacked and I deleted it. Interesting. You, I have You one. finally have Instagram yeah. now. Are you going to get Threads? Probably not. I, I was reading today uh, from someone who's on Threads, and he said that right now it's not in order. The tweet, the Threads right. aren't in order chronological. Yeah, and that doesn't make any sense. No, and they're throwing in threads of people who you don't follow. Mm. And I, that's one of the reasons. I'm sorry, I I on Twitter I don't follow everybody right there. some people will follow everybody and i don't do i follow like reporters right. some players same i use it as an information stream 100 percent. and so i don't follow a lot of just people yeah i it is social media but it is an information gateway for me 100 yes. percent. facebook i'm like whatever yeah and instagram same thing but but twitter for sure i try to utilize it for information anyway Okay, on the unnamed text line, Billy says, didn't Isaiah Nichols transfer? Yes, he did. He went to Purdue. I forgot about that. I forgot about it, too. I had to look that up. Uh, Taylor and Cabot says, Jay Will seems to fit in well at Oklahoma City. Enjoys watching them play in the summer league. Did you see what he did over the weekend? Uh, I did because I watched it, but I have forgotten what it was. He won a video game competition? Yeah, I saw that. For Call of Duty. Thank you. He had, like, the highest kill count or whatever. Okay, good for him. He's apparently good at basketball and video games. Alan says Christian Franklin is also with the Cubs farm system as well. So you got Jackson, Christian, Connor, and uh, Casey Opitz all with the Cubs. And, of course, Drew Smiley is pitching for them. Yes, he is. And I don't think – I think he lost over the weekend. At least they didn't win the game when he started. But they did win a couple games against the Yankees this week. And then the Yankees, uh, I saw today, fired their hitting coach. So not too happy about what they're getting from an offensive production standpoint. Number one pick, Paul Skeen, started against Arkansas twice. LSU didn't win either game. That's from uh, the seven six zero. Did Skeens take the loss in the second game? No. Okay. No. I know he didn't get a decision in the first one, but... Hey, Wes, is De La Cruz the first player to steal for the cycle in Major League Baseball history? That's from Savage. Steal for the He's cycle? Michael. No. Can't steal first. Can't steal first, right? Well, I know <laughs> I what he meant. Yeah. Second, third, second, second third, third, and home. home. I almost said second, third, and fourth. No, he's not the first, but it's been a long time. It has been a long time, and it was crazy the way it worked out. This dude is so good, though, and he is so fun to watch. He just 
he's such a long, lanky, aggressive six five. Yeah, he's freaky, dude. I love the way he plays. I mean, even though he plays in the Cubs division, I can't help but marvel at it. If you missed the the, the video, I would definitely go back and watch it of him stealing second, stealing third, and stealing home. And it's just smart base running on the steal of home. It was pretty amazing. And he caught his opponents sleep a little bit and made him pay. He takes off again. Pitch down and in. Vane throw. There's no chance. Well, Two steals. Santa Cruz had already looked a couple of times at Brian Anderson, knowing that if he got a jump, he's going. <laughs> the most thrilling man in baseball stole second, third, and home. It's pretty exciting. I still would take Otani over him because of his dual threat nature, but this dude is something to watch. That is manufacturing a run. Yes, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, he's fun, man. It's, it's impressive. I hate that he's playing. I'm going to get him out of the division, but he is something. Anyway, David says, Justin Acre. Yeah. You lost some weight, bud. Thumbs up. Thanks. Not really, but okay. Maybe he's hadn't seen me in a while. That's because I, uh, I haven't a lot fatter. You weren't here when he brought the, uh, the Cheetos and the Reese's Cups. We would have lost some weight, but. That's an odd combination. Well, David listens, and he, uh, one time. It was for the Cheeto movie. He brought. Oh, like yeah, all Cheetos. the different versions of Cheetos. Was there a peanut butter cup movie that I missed? No, he just knew that no, that's my favorite Reese's Cups. That's no problem. My, no yeah, problem there. I, yeah, I can't turn it down. It's my kryptonite. Christian, how is our uh, question of the day coming along? By the way, I was going to ask you guys, too. Will you watch any of the Home Run Derby tonight? Probably not. Zero percent chance I will really? watch it. Really? I'm not. No. Huh. Buddy, I got Mission Impossible movies to uh, watch, okay? okay? I, I'm okay. I'm not going to shame you on that. I don't, like the, I don't like the new format, but I would watch it, I guess, if I had nothing else to do. But I'd have to have nothing mm-hmm. else to do. I'm, I'm gonna watch summer league basketball over that. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have any Arkansas guys tonight? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Anthony Black will be playing. Oh yeah, you said a- that. As okay. will Ricky Council fourth. Oh good, good. Okay. Where are we finding these games? Uh, they'll either be on ESPN networks or NBA TV. Okay. And the Magic Base the Pacers at 7:30 on NBA TV. 76ers Mavericks is at seven on ESPNU. Okay. All right, so question of the day. Star Wars is winning that. Which original trilogy do you like more? 63%. Indiana Jones has 37%, of course. Hmm. Even the week... So a lot of people look down on Temple of Doom. Jedi, and they look down on Temple of Doom, right. Um, but honestly, I like both of them. I, I like them both, too. Now, Temple of Doom is... It's the worst of the original. It's the worst three. of the three, but and Jedi's clearly the worst of the original three Star Wars movies, but, but I, I like them like all. It. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. I'm surprised it's that overwhelming, though. So, I, I think the Indiana Jones movies hold up a little better. Yeah, I think yeah. the technology was good enough. You know, when they first made the, when they made the first one, it was pretty good. It, it's not sci-fi like Star Wars is. So true. You don't have things to compare it to. It's a lot of practical. No, but there's some CGI stuff. I mean, they weren't rolling big boulders at Harrison Ford. That is I true. So there is some wonky. But it wasn't bad. Yeah, the stuff in the original Star Wars is horrendous yeah. comparatively to what we see today. But it is amazing what they were able to do. Yeah. You know, everybody makes a big deal about Citizen Kane. Oh, so far ahead of its time. Lame. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> First of all, the story sucks, and it's boring. And I know it's, it's all great and historical and all that, but whatever. Uh, Star Wars is it's remarkable for its time, but it was not particularly good comparatively. But at the time, 
I mean, it, there, it was a movement. I mean, it was like, I remember oh, yeah. that, that, you know, people in line and just wait, counting down the days for Empire Strikes Back oh, and Return sure. of the Jedi. Whereas these were very good movies, but I don't think it was the same anticipation. Yeah. Oh, here comes the second one and here comes the third. Well, We've, Star Wars is infinitely more popular. Yeah. We'll we, played, we played Cowboys and Indians as kids, but I mean, as soon as that movie came out, like we were getting, you know, blasters mm-hmm. and, and lightsabers. Yep. And lightsabers have come a long way from our the kids' days, too. So, anyway. 1049, we'll come back with a little quick Bad Boys segment. People running uh, running outside the lines a little bit, and we will point that out. We've got a couple of Zone FUs mixed in there as well. So, uh, really, all of them are. They're all kind of follow-up stories. But 1049, we'll be back in a sec. Todos los sándwiches tienen pan. Las hamburguesas también. Pero estos panes, calientes, dorados, suaves y hechos al vapor, estos son especiales. Reservados para lo mejor de lo mejor, el filet fish y tú, en ese orden. Y llévate dos deliciosos filet fish con un patty crujiente de pescado, queso y salsa tártara de McDonald's por seis dólares. Solo por tiempo limitado, precio y participación pueden variar. No puede ser combinada con ninguna otra oferta, producto individual a precio regular. Para pa pa pa. What's your Oaklawn? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfileExpo.com. Don't miss it. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than you think. First times who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valsper medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valsper medallion paint and primer at Whit Davis Plus. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Mark Twain said, Everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. This thought came to mind recently while walking outside felt like getting hit with the heat off a blast furnace. The late Detroiter Glenn Fry sang, The heat is on. It certainly is, Glenn. Those of you working outside in this, be careful. Take breaks. Get to some shade. And please, Hydrate. You can't drink enough in this heat. Remember what they said about Brondo, the Thirst Slayer. It's got electrolytes. Yes, sir. Double B's has a tremendous selection of refreshing ice-cold drinks at affordable prices to help you stay hydrated and beat the heat. Come on in for a delicious 44-ounce fountain drink. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Every day... We do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. 
Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Bass tournaments in some of the best fishing spots in the state. It's Fishing Arkansas, Sunday mornings with Big Sarge. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Fletcher Auto Group, Shelter Agent Jamie Marsh, Stanley Hardware, Axles Plus, Cooper's Nursery, and Arkansas River Valley Roofing and Restoration. Welcome back in the zone. Got a question for us? Ask it live on Fan Feedback on our text line at 501-661-1037. Or hit us up on Twitter at JustinAkery7, at Wes underscore more, and at Seaweaver1037. And we'll do our best to answer it for you. We have a story here. These are really all follow-ups, but people that are uh, getting in trouble or are denying that they should be in trouble. This guy's probably not talking a whole lot right now other than groaning. Uh, Larry Nasser, who, of course, you know his story, apparently was stabbed multiple times during an altercation with another inmate at a federal prison in Florida. Who's he fighting with? Anyway, maybe he didn't start it. Uh, Two people familiar said the attack happened on Sunday at the penitentiary in Florida and that he is in stable condition. One of the people said he'd been stabbed in the back and the chest. Um, Can't advocate violence, even in a prison setting, however. If it's going to happen to somebody. I mean, I don't have to say it, right? Right. And we're all thinking the same thing, right? Like, ugh. He's stable, but critical, or just stable? He's stable. I mean, physically at least. Mentally, he's obviously not. And when you get jumped in prison, and obviously you're going to try to protect yourself and fight back, right? That would be considered a fight. Yeah. I just don't see him picking a fight with somebody. I don't either. But yeah. maybe the guy like uh, was was giving him a hard time, and he didn't like it. I mean, it could be a guy his size hmm. that just happened to have a shiv. Sorry, Larry. Surprise. Anyway. Um, I mean, these are the situations I normally ask for thoughts and prayers, but he ain't getting any from me, so sorry. Um, new details on the Pat Fitzgerald situation at Northwestern. He's, of course, been suspended for two weeks, and they launched an investigation early in the year, and I'm guessing if they found more, then it would have been even worse. But over the weekend, an anonymous, of course it's anonymous, former player spoke with a newspaper, the Daily Northwestern, and shared new details. And frankly, it is... The details to me were kind of gross, and really you can't get away with that kind of thing in today's society. However, eh, most of it was eh for me. So, I'll give you a few things here, and then you guys are going to be like, you're crazy, that's awful! And it is bad, but still... The player described one practice that the team calls running, in which players, primarily freshmen, are punished for mistakes during games and practices. The player claimed the subject of the hazing act would be being restrained by 8 to 10 upperclassmen who would then begin... 
dry humping the player in a dark locker room. That's pretty dumb, actually. It's a pretty dumb way of hazing, but whatever. Um, player also claimed Northwestern players identified a teammate for running by clapping their hands around their heads above the soon-to-be victim. So I guess it's kind of a form of intimidation. Um, there was also some sort of new deal here. Um, car wash. The car wash. Players, I mean, honestly, i got to give these guys credit for being creative. Now, smart kids. Northwestern, good academic school. Mm-hmm. They're coming up with some creative ways to haze. Uh, the car wash, in which players are forced to stand naked in the entrance to the showers and spin around. Those entering the showers would have to then basically rub up against a bare naked man. The players who entered would then be sprayed with a hose, which the whistleblower called extremely painful. He also said there was a practice called Gatorade Shake Challenges, in which players were forced to drink as many Gatorade shakes as they could in 10 minutes. There were also alleged instances where two naked freshmen were forced to take part in a quarterback center snap exchange. I mean... It is dumb, and if it is truly done in a hazing fashion, not acceptable, I guess, but I'm sorry if that doesn't move the needle for me. And I, Again, I can only look at it from my perspective as a guy who's got a 16-year-old son that plays football, and I wouldn't love it if any of those things happened to him, but I also am not losing sleep over any of those things either. Sorry. Maybe I'm a bad guy. Maybe I'm insensitive. I am a bad guy, but maybe not because yeah. of that. <laughs> Screw you, Wes. You were thinking it. Yeah, uh, it can't happen. And I'm, I'm. With are you president, appalled? Are you appalled by any of those things? I'm, I'm a little surprised in this day and age that uh, it's still going on. And, and I've heard Pat Fitzgerald speak a couple of times, and I thought the world of him. I still do. I don't. He's better than this. And he you don't know how much of this he even knows about. You're responsible because well, you're the coach. If he doesn't know about it, shame on him. He should know what's going on in his program, especially stuff like this. Again, to some degree, maybe. To some degree, no. You know, again, I go back to my perfect example is the Mike Anderson situation when he was at Arkansas, and he had three kids that were counterfeiting bills, and they got busted for it. I'm like, I don't know. Now, if this is happening in the locker room, yes, there is a higher likelihood that he should know about it. But if nobody's complaining to the coaching staff, and the guys, again, there is time where they're together without the coaches around. Um you know, I can't expect him to, but he's he is certainly responsible. I mean, he's the head of the program. Yeah. But Anderson's was a you know thing that's happened one time deal, that, and then they got caught. This is happening apparently year after year after year. It's a tradition, you know, and not a good tradition. I find him fairly harmless personally. I'm sorry. Can't do that. Not this day and age. Maybe we could in the '80s. That's the problem yeah. with today's day and age. Yeah, Maybe so. Brewski's is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewski's, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is Pat Bradley for Brewski's.